Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Tomas, how to deal with the culture of being busy when there is no time to stop and reflect and people do not want to experiment? This sounds pretty tricky, Todd. Yeah, the culture of busy. So in evidence-based management, under ability to innovate, there's something that you can look at that is has to deal with context switching. Right. And we talk about this quite a bit. Brian, I think we did a video on context switching and the cost of just being busy. So what, 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 here's what we often find is that people are assigned to multiple things just to keep everybody busy. And therefore, they can't really do any of those well. So I think when there's no time to stop and reflect, you have to make the time to. And if it is a culture of busy and you don't have, the, let's say, the, the opportunity in that space given to you, you have to make it to prove the point that you need it right? You can't just go up and say, it seems like we're all we're doing is being busy all the time. Don't think that anybody's going to find that a good answer. But if you go back and you say, maybe you get access to the system that shows where people were spread out, because you got to, in most organizations, you've got to identify where you're working and why you're working on where you're working. And I think that really helps it helps you paint a case to show how many people are working on how many different things. The proof is in the data, if you can get it. And then furthermore, taking that and showing some of the studies, Ryan, you oftentimes do a thing about Jerry, or not Jerry, who, who was that? Jerry Weinberg. Jerry Weinberg. Yeah, I was yeah. right. And where he came up with some of the studies about context switching. I think it's having a conversation about it and doing a little bit of due diligence to prove it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think in the culture of busyness, to Todd's point, I think we make the busyness transparent. I think we start measuring the impacts of that busyness. We like Todd said, we talk about context switching quite a bit and we try to we try to monetize that. We try to show that not only is it just disruptive to people, but it's costly. And something that we do in our, our product owner and scrum master courses is we actually walk through monetizing these EBM metrics and showing that as a scrum master, we can demonstrate that, yeah, maybe it's for a team of 10, it, maybe it's a million dollar cost to not let a team focus. And we dive into that discussion and we start getting the attention of people. So Tomas, I think the big idea here is that we really want to talk in terms of things that are important to the people who are seemingly uninterested in this problem and show them that they get a true benefit by addressing the busyness. 
I also think there was a chart that popped up and I saw it come through on social media yesterday and I wish I would have saved it. But there's actually at the 60 or 70 percent utilized point is the greatest economic return on a team. And there was some new data, some new information, but 100 percent utilization in a culture of busyness is actually a loss, typically in productivity and revenue. And so I think digging up those studies and starting to socialize those ideas could be really valuable as well. Yeah. Great question. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.